I don't share this with a lot of people because it's kind of in my past. I had full-blown agoraphobia when I came to the States the first time and I came alone. And I always felt that I couldn't get help in Denmark. So I decided to come over here for a year. And with agoraphobia, I had it since I was 13. Your world just gets smaller and smaller. To go to a new country was totally insane. I mean, it never made sense for me to do it. So at the age of 25, I found a place. I got help at the age of like 28. I had it under control and it was not ruling my life anymore. So for me, the journey of coming to the States at the age of 19, we all worked as au pairs. And then I went back to Denmark for a couple of years. And then I came back because I missed it so much. I absolutely love America. The people here are amazing because we're so different in every way. On her own, she faced her obstacles. On her own, she found a new life. And on her own, her love for a new country blossomed. Yet, in listening to the compassion in her countenance and in absorbing the respect she has for the diverse people we are, it is also apparent her eyes are not focused on herself, an advocate for the worth of the individual she is. And by the love she shares with others, she examples a gateway past the barriers that transpire to separate us. The first thing that I always tell to people when I know people have a tough time, and that is be kind to yourself. Because if you are kind to yourself and you for, forgive yourself for whatever goes on, you really can sit back and take in all the joy and happiness with other people. So I would say to everybody, be kind to yourself because from there, the joy you have in that will spread so fast. If you can give somebody a little bit of yourself and make them feel good, I think that's the best thing um, you can do. That's, that makes your life so strong and so wonderful. And every person has an amazing story, depending on what walks of life they come from. And I think as humans, we all need connections somehow, because sometimes it's just somebody to listen to you. I don't ever want to be like hard around the edges. I always want to be able to meet everybody with joy and happiness if, if they end up taking advantage of that because a lot of people will take advantage of that because they think you're weak. They, they might think you're not as strong or whatever. So if people don't have a lot like goodness in their heart, they might take advantage of you. But I've decided, well, they can do that. But there's also a line in my life where I say, that's it, no more. But it doesn't mean that I have to like close up. I still want to be vulnerable because that's where I get all the love from people and the caring. She speaks of being kind to yourself, of forgiveness, of vulnerability, and of receiving love and care. Talks about the joy of giving and pays tribute to the hidden stories we each have. Her thoughtfulness opens our minds to reflect upon the true meaning of strength. She is a champion for those around her, a listener and a nurturer who, living in a world that can pull so much, has somehow managed to stay centered. And as I wondered how she keeps her well filled, I had to ask, where do you find your faith? She starts with a story. 
must have been about 17, 18 years old. And remember, I had my panic disorder, so going through school was very difficult because I would have panic attacks in the class. So it was really hard for me even to raise my hand or, or anything like that. We had biology and geography, and it was verbal. We had to sit down with a teacher and uh, uh, somebody that was another teacher that we didn't know. And I was very shy when I was younger. So I prayed. I go, okay, God, if you're there, help me. I really need help. I am scared. Just talking was very tough for me being with, with the people. So that's why I can never tell you that there's not a God, because definitely that year there was a God. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's kind of funny. I always laugh at that because I can't like say there's none, because he, he was there. Uh, he must have had a moment, he wasn't too busy, and he goes, I'm going to go help her. That was it. Now, by no means have I started Sidewalk Ghosts as a proclamation to any one perspective towards God, higher power, or in who, what, or where we individually place our faith. For in my mind, it is our personal beliefs that uplift us as the diverse people we are. And although I have to be transparent in stating I do live by my chosen belief system and views of higher power, it is with that same respect I am growing as a person by better learning of yours. So it is with this preface that I ask that we listen to the closing words of Karen, whom in her insight and by her suggestion, might we stand by her side and doing our part for the betterment of what's to come. God, thank you for giving me the trials and tribulations in life. But God, thank you even more for giving me the strength to deal with them. That's the one prayer I have. And I do believe that people around you is gonna i won't say i don't believe in god but i always keep saying god is so busy you know he can't like he he got so many things to do that he gave me so much to deal with that that i can i can do it and a lot of times when i know i'm gonna have problems i get a knot in my stomach and something happens and then I deal with it. But it, the faith is just believing that I think every day is a good day. And, and it, it's a good day even with good things and bad things. But there's going to be people in your life that's going to be there for you. And you can be there for them. <laughs>